Calling all entrepreneurs. Are you ready for a biz boost in 2022? Tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure out this whole entrepreneur thing by yourself? Well, great, because we have your solution. We are hosting an in-person business conference in Nashville, Tennessee on April 25th through 28th, 2022. And this isn't your traditional boring corporate like conference either. I mean, do you even know Evie and I? <laughs> yes, the Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business all while having the friggin' best time of your life. So get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. All right, and listen to our speaker lineup. Legit. <laughs> All right, we have Jordan Lee Dooley, Paige Griffith of The Legal Page, Zim Flores, Angie Lee, as well as Lindsay and myself, and our keynote speaker, Donald Miller of Freaking Story Brand. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So basically, are you like ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because if so, it's time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could ever imagine. Get paid to do what you love, speak to the heart of your ideal client, nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud, connect with a community of like-minded creative entrepreneur besties, receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education, dance your pants off at our heart dance party, and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. Yeah, it's a lot in just three days. Buzz gonna be good. <laughs> if you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2022 and lead in your business empowered, come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome to the show, my friend. We are just out of our minds excited that you're tuning in today. Now, before we go on, I just felt like someone out there needs to hear this today. So maybe it's you, but just want you to know you're incredible. You're beautiful. You're doing hard things and the effort that you're putting forth is not in vain and the Lord sees you and is going to honor your work. I just felt like the Lord put that on my heart so that if that was for you, I hope that encouraged you. But today we are now tackling a hot topic. Have you ever had your work stolen from you? Whether it was maybe your designs, your words, a social media caption, maybe even a client was stolen from you. Ever had somebody completely screw you over by, you know, trying to cheat you? Have you ever struggled with what to do in those circumstances? Like, should you confront the person who stole or copied from you? Should you let it go and say nothing? Like, you can't understand why someone would even do that in the first place, and you're just confused about how to go about handling it. Well, my friend, today we have your answer. Evie and I are breaking down what to do, like actually, when someone copy, steals, or cheats you in your business. Let's go. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, we're diving straight on in. I know this can be an emotional time. And if you're listening to this right now, when you feel that somebody is copying, stealing from, cheating you, anything like that, this might be a situation where you are just like, heart rate is up. You are 
feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, lost, confused, all of the things. So I just want to first and foremost say, if you're in the thick of it right now, we see you. We're we're here with you. And if you're it's, listening- It sucks. Like it plain yeah, sucks. It really does. We've been there more times than we can count. <laughs> and if you're listening to this in preparation to know how to handle that situation someday down the road when it does arise, good for you. Way to like take initiative and and be on top of the ball because I think this is something that happens, especially in the creative entrepreneur world, the business world in general, like stuff happens. And today we're going to walk you through a few of our things that we do and that we firmly believe in when it comes to handling a situation where somebody is trying to take advantage of you. Yeah. All right. So let's just get into it. We have four things to do when people copy, steal, or cheat you. So the number one, first one might shock you. The number one thing you should do when this happens to you is pray for the person who is copying you or stealing from you or cheating you or whatever. Yeah. Like pray for them because what's happening is if they are stealing or copying you, that means they're automatically believing the lie that their own work and their own self is not worthy of producing something good which is why mm-hmm. they are stealing or copying or whatever. Yeah. And that's so sad. That's so sad when someone's doing that because it's a lie. Like like God made every single individual to create good things, you know? Yeah. Like and so if somebody's stealing or copying, first of all, it's just it's sad. So when your first instinct when it happens to you is to rage or lash out or call your lawyer or whatever, I want you to pause before you do any of that and pray. Just yeah. pray for the situation, pray for the person that might be copying you or or whatever, and actually just lift them up to the Lord before you do anything. Well, and I think not only does that bless that person, and it, it really does bring your you know, perspective of the situation into a right place, but it also changes your own heart and your own you know, perspective of the situation where you're able to actually uh, approach it from a place of, calm humility and all the above. Like it, it it changes yourself as well as the situation and the person that you're engaging yeah. with, dealing with, whatever. Well, because I think like our fleshly reaction to, to literally getting copied or stealed or cheated from, like literally is to like rage. Yeah. <laughs> like that's I my mean, it's, it's reaction. Vi- it's violating. It's, it feels very like invasive and violating and, and, a lot of the times, depending on the situation, there are circumstances where somebody genuinely like screwed you over and were completely in the wrong and you were an innocent like victim in that situation. Like there are those circumstances. So we get that feeling of like rage, of helplessness, of frustration, of anger, of hurt, of pain. But at the same time, usually that's reflective, like Lindsay said, of pain, hurt, you know, believing lies about themselves on the other person's end. And it's an opportunity for you to grow as a person, to learn as a person, no matter what, how you handle the situation and what the circumstance is, you can still learn and grow from it. And taking the mm-hmm. time to slow down and pray about it, I think is is vital. Yeah, mm, that's so good. All right, well, that's the first thing is pray for them. Number yes. two is to know your own worth. Yeah. Think about, you You have to know your own worth in the sense of like, if you're not staying true to yourself or creating or operating in your originality, like you have nothing to worry about. Like mm-hmm. stay in your own lane is another way to say this, but like know your own worth and like rock you. Like don't yeah. give people another like thought if they're copying you, like be like, okay, 
I'm on the right track. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because the reality is if somebody is duplicating your work and you are 100% in your lane and like using your own originality and your own voice, your own personality, mm-hmm. all the things, then their copy will only ever be second best since they're not operating out of their own unique skills and voice. And I think yeah. that's a huge thing to realize is not everybody is going to be direct competition to you because, yeah. you know, a lot of times they're if they're not operating in their own uniqueness and their own originality and all those things, then they're only second best to whoever they're copying. And for a lot of people, sometimes that's they're copying a lot of people. So yeah. just recognizing like that's a huge thing to do is one, stop and pray. And two, stop and recognize your own worth. Like analyze yourself. Am I in my own lane? Am I trying to copy other people? Am I trying to imitate or whatever? Like, am I being true to myself and being original in my own ways? And if the answer is yes, then friend, you are good. Like most of the time, there are circumstances, we'll get to this in a minute, there are circumstances where you do need to address something, confront it, you know, nip it in the bud, whatever. But most of the time, if you're like, there's somebody down the road who just started a business that's very similar to yours or whatever, if you're operating in your God-given uniqueness, then you're going to be A-OK. And if you're operating with ethical business practices, you are going to be fine. So that's just a thing is just remember to be true to yourself because guaranteed Mm. that's going to make a difference. Yes. I one time had somebody copy my like about me page website copy. And like, I think the phrase on it was like, if there's a Thai restaurant within like a 20 mile radius of me, you better believe like I'll be heading there and getting green curry or something like that. Cause my, green curry is my personal favorite and Thai food is personally my favorite. And this person, uh, copied that exact same thing. And all she changed was said red curry. So it's like, you better believe I'll go and get some red curry. And I was like, is that really like, is that your favorite food? Like genuinely, <laughs> like, like is Thai food? Or did you just say that? Cause you thought like I was cool for some reason. And therefore, so it's just like operate in your own like stay in your own lane, stay know your yourself. God-given values and God-given worth. Like, yeah. All right. Yes. That's it. All right. The next two points are going to be very like, okay, here's what to do in mm-hmm. these circumstances. Like, I mean, not that the first two won't, weren't, but they were much more like heart and mind focused of like, let's get yourself in the right place before you take any action. Yeah. And now we're going to take some action. And this point might surprise you. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to say... More often than not, in these circumstances, it is not worth your time and energy and you need to ignore the situation and just turn the other cheek. Now, that is a majority of the time. Like it is not, 99% of the time, it is not worth your time to make a big fuss over it, to engage, to confront, to try to, you know, solve anything. Like, yes, your flesh might want that justice or that revenge, but before lashing out or doing anything, just ask yourself, like, why? Like, what's the purpose of confronting them? What, like, why would you want to attack? Is it to justify yourself? Or is it because genuinely this situation could go terribly wrong if that person isn't kindly and lovingly called out? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, especially on Instagram, you see people that get cheated on or get something happening to them and they just go on like an Instagram story rant or rage, right? Like, is that the best way to handle something? Is that the healthiest way to handle something? Is it just to get people on your side so that you feel justified that you're right? Even if you genuinely are, like, does that actually help the situation? So 
I like just every what she said, like turn the other cheek 99% of the time you don't need, like, you don't need to do anything. And if you are doing something, I would even check yourself to be like, do I really need to be giving this energy? Is it actually worth it to even be wasting my time on? Um, But now we want to kind of talk about like situations when you should turn your cheek and creep on trucking in your own lane. Just like, so let's talk about that first and then talk about situations where like the 1% of time when it might actually be worthwhile to address it. Mm -hmm. Um, so something that like could happen, this, this has happened a lot. I think we've got both gotten DMs of people being like, Hey, I'm in this situation. What do I do? But it's like, say somebody in your town or an old friend, or maybe even a rival has started their own business. That's very similar to yours. Maybe it's a duplicate of yours. Maybe it's the exact same thing you're doing. And it probably feels like that person is like personally attacking you. And it definitely adds an element of competition to your business in your town. Right. But in reality, the amount of time and energy and focus that you put into like putting things right or putting them in their place, like did they, are they doing anything other than just, I mean, yeah, maybe you say you started a photography a photography business and then maybe an ex-friend of yours also decided to start a photography business. And so it almost feels like, oh, that was like mine. And now you stole it from me. Like why now you're coming after me. And it's like, well, is she, is she not like, but but in a situation like that where it's not like very overtly like copying, it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe she is, maybe she's not. Is that actually worth your time to like make a big deal about? Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Well, I think the reality is like, even in those circumstances where like, because we've gotten, Lindsay and I both have gotten DMs from people who are like, hey, this was an old acquaintance from high school who's always like been jealous of me. We never got along in high school, whatever. Like she's watching me. She's using the exact same like, discounts or deals or mini sessions or what like it's clear that that person is like copying this old friend's like business model or or marketing strategies or whatever like that is so frustrating and i want to acknowledge that first and foremost like if you're yeah. dealing with that or if you have ever dealt with it it is so frustrating to feel like somebody is just coming into your space violating your like your world, your precious, like happy place where you're pouring all of your time and energy. Maybe you've had your business for like a year, two years, and they're coming in and they're just like this newbie on the block who you know is doing this to get your goat because they think that you're successful. So they want to copy it. Like I want to acknowledge that that's frustrating. However, at the same time, most of those situations are a time where instead of putting a ton of time and energy and focus into like setting her in her place or or proving yourself as the the big dog or whatever, you could instead just be investing back into your business, into your own clients, into your own products, and just be thriving in your own lane and like just standing tall in your own authority and your own like identity. Just yeah. some a lot of times I know those situations are frustrating. Lindsay and I have dealt with similar things but most of the time, it's just a situation where you turn the other cheek and you're like, all right, you know, I hope you can find your own voice and your own lane and succeed in what you're doing because I know I'm going to, you know, stay true to myself and succeed in, in my own lane as well. So I also think if you don't give effort and attention to something like that, usually like they like it's easy to ignore. Like you you don't give the the copier like the angst that they're maybe wanting. In, yeah. in a situation, not always. Like that doesn't apply to everything because sometimes the copier doesn't genuinely want to be caught because then that would ruin their their business because they're copying. But like sometimes they're like almost antagonizing intentionally and it's like you paying attention to it and putting fuel on the fire doesn't always help. Yeah. Well, I want to give a situation now where you probably should be doing something. So 
this would be a situation where like if someone has stolen your product and is selling it as their own, you probably are going to need and want to take action to stop it from going further. So as a very personal example, when people try to purchase our educational courses and then begin to resell it to a bunch of other uh, like entrepreneurs or whatever, we take action and stop it from going further since it is illegal and it's a violation of the terms and agreements that they signed and it deeply hurts our business and our revenue and our client base because they're getting right. not the full product and experience from us. So it's like it's like is that a situation where you turn the cheek? It's like okay, a, a good question to ask is is it worth my time or energy? And if I do nothing and stay in my lane, will I be okay? In that situation, like we'll know our product is being and this is obviously an example, but like our product is being sold to other people for a cheaper price, therefore minimizing the actual full paying clients. Like it's actually Mm -hmm. like hurting the business. Whereas somebody that's just maybe copying you or like, I mean, me and Evie have had our websites copied a myriad of times. Like 99% of the time we don't do anything because it's like, it's not worth that. But it's it's like good to ask yourself these questions of like, okay, is this like actually a legal activity? Yeah. Or is it like unethical? Is it therefore harmful to both businesses involved, like theirs and yours? Like those are some questions to just ask yourself. Like, is this actually worth my time and energy? If I do nothing, stay in my lane, focus on myself, like, will I be okay? Or are they doing something extremely illegal? Because, you know, if somebody is is directly copying your product, your entire work or whatever, like you might need to do something or they just might be taking the inspiration thing a little bit too far and maybe you don't want to do something. Like for Lindsay kind of mentioned this, but like, you know, we have people copy our our websites and things like that all the time. Like I've had people directly copy, like copy and paste my own Instagram captions, like just different things. And if in a situation, like if somebody's copying a paragraph onto their own website from mine or copying one Instagram caption or whatever, I'm going to be like, okay, it's not worth my time and energy and I'm going to be okay if I stay in my own lane. However, if somebody is directly copying like your custom website that you paid thousands of dollars to a designer to custom make so it would stand out from the competition and somebody has taken that exact design and copied like duplicated it it might be a situation where you need to send an email like a cease and desist or you know just a kind email being like hey i noticed that your website's identical to mine or you know they're constantly using the same captions or whatever like whatever that looks like you might just be like hey like reach out kindly yeah Hey, have you been eyeing the Heart Conference tickets, but maybe feeling really torn or overwhelmed? Like, wow, it sounds amazing to get to sit and learn from seven of the industry's biggest movers and shakers. And getting in a room with dozens of other powerhouse entrepreneurs sounds like a game changer. And man, you really need that boost in your business this year. But it also just feels like a lot. Look, we get it. Going somewhere alone can be really freaking overwhelming. Traveling can be expensive and hard, which is why we have the Heart Conference Facebook group. We have dozens of other entrepreneurs in there connecting with each other before our week together in Nashville. And that's also a great place to find travel buddies to go with you and split travel costs like lodging, rent-to-cars, etc. To join the Facebook group and find your people to make this experience even more fun and exciting, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. There's a section on the page to join the group and the link directly to the Facebook group is also in the show notes. We want to see you in Nashville. So grab a ticket if you haven't already and come join the pregame party in our conference Facebook group to grab a travel buddy, meet new friends and get hype together. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference and we'll see you in Nashville. 
I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there, and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, uh, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. The last example I would say in like whether or not to do something or not do something, kind of going back to that example of, oh, an old high school acquaintance or an ex-friend or someone in your town is kind of starting a very similar business. Is she just trying to be like you? Is she just trying to maybe do the business that you're doing? Okay, cool. Maybe annoying, but like probably not worth your time and energy to actually address it. I'd probably ignore it. However, maybe in another scenario, like say she's calling up and messaging all of your clients, offering better deals and directly sabotaging slash undercutting your business. That might be a situation then in which you might want to be like, okay, let's send a kind but firm email. Like, does I hope that makes sense. Like the, the distinction of like, is it actually unethical, illegal and like cheating you? Or is it just annoying and you feel like you're, you're, space is enroached. Because it's like, then you just might need to get over yourself and say, hey, this is part of the entrepreneur journey. People are going to steal, cheat, and copy me. I'm going to keep rocking in my lane and I'm going to do it. Yeah. So that was the thing, circling back to turning the other cheek, which is the thing that we would recommend doing the most often. However, point number four, we wanted to specifically address the situations where it is not even a doubt in your mind somebody is like directly causing extreme harm they're being unethical they're being illegal in their business practices like they are screwing you over yeah it is this is the time where you hold the line and you stay firm so this is the situation where you're going to send that cease and desist email. This is the situation where you are going to bring in the legal help. This is the situation where you're going to show up and say, no, thanks. I won't allow this in my business in in this situation, whatever, like whatever way you need to. And these situations do pop up. And Lindsay and I want, like when talking, she was like, do you want to share a conversation, like a story that I'd told at the retreat like a few weeks ago at the time of recording this to the team because we were talking about Evie Swim and my swimsuit company and I had shared a story with my manufacturer. So I'm going to give the like synopsis version. This was my third manufacturer that I'd worked with in the Evie Swim process and uh, it was, <laughs> I had had troubles with my manufacturer. They had all been unethical. They had all, like in their dealings with me. And they had all been trying to jip me, trying to cheat me, trying to get more money out of me, trying to delay pro- like production times, all sorts of stuff. So by the time I got to this manufacturer, I had told them 
the story of the last manufacturer that I'd left because I was in a pinch. I needed my production and everything. So I told them that story. In hindsight, I maybe shouldn't have done that. So I learned a lesson. But they ended up messing up dozens of my swimsuit bottoms. I got them, saw the mistake on the bottoms and sent them back to the manufacturer and was like, as per our contract, if it's not up to quality standards, you need to either refund me or remake the suits. And I requested that they remake the suits. So they were not happy that I'd sent back hundreds of pieces. And I walked in there. I had a whole, they were delaying, they weren't doing their job right. But I walked in there, I had a quality control man on the ground there helping like keep an eye on stuff day after day because they were being so unethical and not good to me. Um, And he was there. I walked in one day and there were multiple suits that had major flaws on them, like ripped fabric, messed up fabric, just different things. And the manufacturer wasn't offering to do anything to them. And I challenged him and I was like, hey, as per our contract, and again, brought up our legal agreement, you're supposed to either refund me or remake these suits. I cannot sell these suits. I want you to remake them, please. Like that would be my choice. And he ended up turning on me, snap it, like losing it. And he started cussing me out. He's like, get the F out of my factory. No wonder the last effing manufacturer kicked you the F out. Like blah, blah, blah. Like he lost it, started screaming at me. Every one of his sewers, his employees, like my quality control guy, me, were just staring at him because he was screaming at this girl standing in his manufacturer. And I just looked at him And I was like, sir, I'm so sorry. However, as per our agreement, like I cannot sell these suits. I am losing money. I've paid you for this this product and it is not... (laughs) I almost wish I could have been like the little like devil on your shoulder that's like... (laughs) Sassy Lindsay here. Like, excuse me, you signed a contract. It's not yeah. my fault that you did shoddy work. Yeah. Well, it ended up being a good thing because I I was ready to hold the line, but at the same time, I was so fed up and it had been weeks of, of struggle. By We ended up basically just, he was like, get out now. He's like, pull every suit off the line. Like you're leaving with half finished suits. Like we're done. We're canceling this contract. Like we're out. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need my suits. So it was a situation where we ended up calming it down. I ended up being like, hey, just finish what we've agreed upon and we're going to leave basically. And I will never go back to them. But it was a situation where I looked him straight in the face and I ended up having like, I brought in people. I brought in a quality control man to be there all day, every day to make sure they were doing what they needed to do. And it was a situation where the person was being unethical and I needed to hold the line and stand firm and say, no, as per our agreement, like, here, you need to complete this work. As per our agreement, it needs to be up to quality control. And I'm going to have a man on the ground there making sure it's up to quality. So I think there's a lot of situations, especially as you start dealing with more and more like manufacturers or suppliers or contractors or whatever, where you do have people who try to screw you over. Like I have multiple stories in multiple of my businesses where people have tried to like screw me the heck over, take money from me, like mess up a contract, whatever. And there are times where you need to send emails and say, this is not acceptable as per our agreement or as per our conversation or whatever. And those times are necessary. So we're not saying turn the cheek in every situation. Like I shouldn't have just been like, oh, these suits look great. Thank you so much. Like it was my space to be like, no, you're effing me over. Like do your job. (laughs) And I think the difference between that is like, 
okay, is something annoying, which we kind of already said this, but I think it's it's like worth repeating here, is like if someone's copying your website or maybe copying like your logo, yeah, it's annoying. But if, if like somebody that you have contracted is directly like giving you crap work and is not up to par, not up to the quality that they said, or like somebody that you have hired or like an independent contractor has not followed through on their promise, like we've had that happen multiple times, you have the authority to call them up and set a boundary and say, hey, this is what is in the contract. This is where you promised. Here's the email that it says where you promised it. And here is the last, so however long of results of you not doing it. Like that is righteous justice. And that's still good business of standing firm and not being run over. That's different than just being like going on an Instagram rant, rant because somebody copied you and you're mad and you want people to like you. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think that comes down to, even in those situations and circumstances, as much as possible, trying to handle the situation with grace and with love. And, you know, I was so tempted in that factory to turn and start cussing out the guy because I had every right to. Like, I had every right to lose it on him back because he had been screwing me over for weeks and I lost so much money from him. So I had every right to do that. But in that situation, I didn't want that to be the impact that I left. I didn't want that to be my like my operating method or my operating like mode. I wanted to be the person who could handle the situation with love and with grace, but with firmness. And I think in those situations, it can be so easy to get our emotions tied up, to be frustrated, to be angry. And a lot of the time we are fully justified in feeling all the feels But it's still, I just want to encourage you, it's still important as much as you can to take that moment to pray for that person, to assess, you know, your own worth and your own, you know, what you bring to the table and then to address it with kindness and with firmness. And sometimes that requires bringing in other people who can help you. Like I've run emails by Lindsay and stuff by, you know, other friends and and different people where I'm like, does this, does this sound okay? Is this too harsh? Is this maybe too soft? Like, you know, how do I handle this? And sometimes that's a lawyer. Sometimes that's a friend, but just handle it with love, with grace, but also don't let people run you over in business. So. Mm. All right. So the four things to do when people copy, steal, cheat you, just a review to like wrap us up here. Number one, pray for them. Number two, know your worth and stay in your lane. Like don't let it shake you and your confidence. Like you do you. Number three, more often than not, ignore and turn the cheek. You truly don't almost always need to give it the time and day. But if you do, number four, stand firm, hold the line and set clear boundaries and don't let people walk all over you. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. And if you did, screenshot it, share it on your stories, tag us. Our Instagram handles are in the show notes. Come join the Heart and Hustle Facebook group. It is also in the show notes. It's a party over there. It's where we pull you guys for future episode topics and we just love it in there. We love y'all. You're awesome. You're rad. <laughs> Go kick it this week. Go crush it in your business. If you're dealing with a situation like this, we just want to bless you as you listen to this and say blessings upon you and your business as you take the high road and as you choose to stay in your lane and follow your God-given identity and skills and gifts and callings. We just bless you and your business. And we just pray for a clear resolution to your situation and that you would walk away from it learning and growing significantly and actually improving and growing your business as you go. Amen, snaps. (laughs) 